0: <laughs> Hi and welcome to Gay Out the City. I'm your host, Prince Electro Diamond, and today I am here with star of For the Love of Dills, musician, model, OnlyFans content creator, painter, who is coming out with the makings of an Outcast on September 14th. Please welcome back my friend, Demilo. How you doing today, Boom?
1: Hello, my love. Hello, lavid listeners. Uh, I'm. I'm a little exhausted today but we're gonna make it through yeah I'm like how are you today
0: I am good
1: (sighs) third time's a charm honey third time's a charm we're back at it am I am I the am I the favorite guest of the pod yet or what
0: (sighs) you've been you're now tied for the most amount of time somebody's been back perfect period (laughs)
1: loyalty pays dividends
0: but when so i will say this when somebody asked me who my favorite interview was like who was mm. my favorite person to meet mm. you baby
1: girl it's her she's the one. Ooh,
0: yeah <laughs> of course you know like this is mm. the thing like i'll tell you this we're getting into the questions in a minute i have i literally listen to your interviews all the time like i'm not kidding like
1: really yeah thank you i'm happy to I, I, thanks a lot of meditation a lot of i don't know it's funny being a free thinker i yeah. think like you're a free thinker yourself so you you respect this but i was like talking to my friend nick recently about it and he was just like people are intimidated by free spirits and that's what artists are you know what i mean we're free yeah. spirits and it's funny like that the status quo of people are intimidated by that because i don't know we say some shit that maybe shouldn't be said,
0: but and- everyone's thinking it yeah and you're also like I'm not going to say that there have been certain artists who have been on this podcast who in my opinion actually they literally admitted it on here basically sold out so like Ooh,
1: who said that
0: who said that
1: yeah who said that
0: they, uh, they literally they didn't say it in those words but they definitely implied that with what they were saying I'm
1: mean, not telling me who tell me off camera
0: of course I'm going to say names. No, I'm not gonna say it on camera. I'm trying to invite this person back.
1: Okay, cool, but cool, cool, cool. let me know in like an hour before we sign off. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do I know this person? Can you just tell me if I know this person?
0: Yes. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. cool. Okay, I will say I will say this. <laughs> um we were having a discussion about set artists in DMs. Got it yeah heard. you know who exactly who I'm talking about
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're being shady to the listeners guys this is a Patreon exclusive if you want to know more
0: <laughs> listen literally, literally 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 I'll send you my cash app give me 50 bucks and I'll tell you who I'm talking yeah, about that part, that part. <laughs> I'll give
1: you my Venmo I'll do it for five
0: <laughs> work so your new album, as I said before, is entitled "The Makings of an Outcast." Brrr. And Brrr. my question is: Is it even possible to be an outcast in a system where you've arguably succeeded? Like you,
1: absolutely. Well, it's not even about that. Not about the system, and even in the system, I'm so different in that way where I find like. we just said with the other artists and like people who are in los angeles or new york or i don't know these places that we we talked about this before where these people really want to be they don't want to be an artist they want to be famous it's more of like an attention thing we've talked about that before absolutely and i think for what makes me i've been an outcast my whole life where i don't know was outed in school had no friends in school like It was never understood me, and I just feel like being a free thinker, being a free. I don't know. That that is what made me a free thinker. Is being by myself all the time, like being ostracized, being alone, being, and in that way, that's there's a beautiful thing in that, where I dance to the beat of my own drum completely in any aspect or every avenue that I go down. Right where. these other artists, I'm not gonna say like they're not they're not off the beaten path too, because they are, because that's what makes them stars. That's what makes them shine. But I just wanted to celebrate the idea of being alone and different. And in an industry where I've succeeded, I don't know, have I succeeded in what I've wanted, wanted to do? Where, like, I've succeeded in a little bit of notoriety, maybe a little bit yeah. of infamy, and right. maybe a little bit of like rebelry but I wouldn't say it's like I don't know. In my version of success, my eyes of success, I have not crossed that threshold yet. So, okay. but it's but it's flattering of you to say like I've been successful. Yeah. Sure, and, <laughs> but I don't think that I don't. I don't uh, and
0: and by the way, to be clear, to all the motherfuckers out there that think I'm being shady to to Milo, don't nobody want this bitch to succeed more than i do like i don't think that you
1: i I don't think i didn't take that as a shady question (laughs) i don't think that
0: you're my enemy at all no i'm not saying that for you i don't think i'm talking about the comments because oh just an example there was one time i asked somebody if they believed that they needed a nose job and somebody says why do you think this person needs a nose job i'm like no that's not what i said what i said was do they believe
1: you yeah do you think that you want to nose up not me saying girl you need a nose up those are two different things
0: yeah those are two different
1: things girl people people will find anything people are praying for your downfall you know what I mean people are praying for your downfall
0: and that's why and it's like anyone who's like first of all wants to pray for Demilo's downfall I will say this like I'm not just saying this because you're here in my honest opinion, you are the most talented musician that's been on this podcast yet.
1: Honey, honey baby child, my love, true. <laughs> 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 oh, that's so funny. Uh, no, that's, that's, I mean, you're not wrong. I'm really, I, that's, I, I kind of, that's why the one song in the album, it, um, Oh my god the story's never over I, that's why i put that on the album it's that's right. that's my um just to let you hoes know no matter how bad you think it is i cannot stop doing this that's what that song's about it's basically like just as much as you guys want to pray for my downfall, as much as you think like oh it's just another blip in the water you know what i mean like oh this is just a phase oh he'll grow out of this blah 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 no no i've been doing this for way too long now it is just in my nature to create to make these this art right it's not going anywhere it's part of who i am it is not because i want to be famous it's not because of all this stuff it's because i genuinely love making music that's it that's really it
0: yeah you know what i mean yeah (laughs) and it's like this is the thing where it's like i had a moment as I think I've told you before, I don't know if I told you this on camera last time. I think I told you this off camera where I sold out, where I quote unquote sold out and try to do more, more of a mainstream sound. And it's like, oh, yeah. it wasn't authentic to me. And We're that's why. Yeah. And that's why when I wrote my song, don't touch me, which okay. was written, which was written about the time that I was, Sexually assaulted in drag. And it's like, I felt I had to tell this story because, especially in this society, they try and shame you for any time you're a victim of anything. They try and victim blame you for everything. And it's like, I want to tell people, it's like, no, you need to take your voice and you need to claim it back.
1: Girl, that's 100% true, 100% accurate in the gay community, like people like think sex is so easy. We have to normalize like saying no and being comfortable with people saying no. Right. right. I think that's so like important where we practice sexual liberation, but that also comes with the liberation to say no and then yep. not getting hurt or getting told no, because that doesn't mean that you're less than a person. But people are well, buck wild, sis people are buck wild and like if you're a sexual victim and a man i think it's harder to come forward to you know because yeah. I mean? there's a lot of shame that comes around with that and i don't know it's really brave of you to talk about that like that
0: yeah and it's like it's even more shame when they're like oh you're a man dressed as a woman so like
1: so you're asking for it
0: Oh, exactly. Oh my god, you're
1: asking for it. Girl, she she sexualized herself. Well what what was well what was she wearing? That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Um and you're disgusting. That doesn't matter and you're disgusting. Please stop. Exactly. Please check. Please check your privilege. This weekend, I wasn't like sexually assaulted this weekend, but like um I was like I we, when we got to Rehoboth, I went to Rehoboth with Peach for Labor Day weekend, everybody. It was a lot of fun. If you saw me, no you didn't. But um <laughs> um there I was like sleeping and I was like in a bunk bed situation at at this house I was saying it I was like in the one bottom bunk and I got there we got there like three in the morning so I got in and just KO'd knocked out and then um I hear a whisper in my ear of somebody going is this okay and it's like some random person holding me in bed that I do not know because I just got to this house, right? I didn't, I haven't met anybody in this house yet. And he like is in bed with me, whispering in my ear saying, is this okay? And I went like this, I went, like just froze. And I said, do you have your own bed? And he goes, yeah, I go, well, you should go back to that. And then he's like, okay, sorry. And he like left, I could tell he was drunk and he was like a sweetheart. So I don't think he was yeah. gonna do anything, but it was so freaking scary. It was so weird. It was, that's weird,
0: right? right <laughs> that's, that's like so that's like the time where like i was telling people it's like literally the guy was just like in my car like all of a sudden i said like what are you doing and all of a sudden you're just like in my car and i'm like hello sir and it's like the reason everybody's everybody wants to be like well why didn't you kick him out it's like i was in orlando in like a bad neighborhood like i don't know if this motherfucker has a knife
1: a knife a gun yeah um... what he what that's so but also at the same time it's like hello sir I don't know where the sign on the window said welcome please come in yeah you know what I mean like what people are buck wild people just buck wild
0: and when I tell people like the things of like people just feel the need to like whip out their dick like baby if I'm not asking to see your dick don't like show it to me
1: honey say it again for the people in the back say it yep. again for the people in the back oh my god i'm so over it like yep. oh, don't send me an unsolicited guess what if i wanted to see you naked you would know period <laughs> <are you> point <laughs> blank you know what i mean you know what i mean that's it don't send me an unsolicited dick pic to flirt with me honey what Person- i'm over it i'm so over it i'm so over it the, games, are, they, the games need to be stopped like,
0: and this is the thing like especially anyone who's like listen to this podcast hello DeMilo is a sweet person why don't you try approaching him them I'm saying that because I don't want the nine binary people to come at me them with I don't know some respect oh
1: it's because um people see me as a sexual toy because that's all I've taught people to see me as but that's why guess what i just got a new job i'm working my ass off and i'm trying to phase away from only fans as much as possible don't yeah. promote it don't talk about it don't really care about it and honestly i'm a lot happier these days because of it right girl oh, that's a romantic you're you're an artist you'd probably understand this as a romantic sleeping around is hard around with a lot of people and like not taking it personally and like I don't know it's like a weird business to be in
0: I and it's
1: filled with a ton of sociopaths and psychopaths and it's like not nice people
0: that's why I have like my friends with benefits and like that's honestly the only person I've been sleeping with recently because like they treat me with respect
1: well yeah yeah it's like You can, um, I don't, this is gonna sound so funny. I don't know how to word this correctly. You can degrade me, but in a respectful way. (laughs) Does that make sense? I'm trying to say, yeah, you can degrade me, but I want like respect afterwards.
0: Yeah, it's literally, it's like, (laughs) I don't know how how to say that. (laughs) It's like, yes, like when I'm performing you can acknowledge the fact that my ass is out in fishnets like my ass is out yes Yes. but it's like that doesn't mean that i want you to try and finger my hole that's what that means
1: all right period that (laughs) yes that i don't know plus like i'm ready for a new muse in my life i I write i write when i'm in love or not in love or i don't know you're like the best inspiration from like people in my life and I need a change I need to muse summer's ending yep. it's time to move on
0: right S- okay so I do actually have a question about the story's never over that's actually my next question all
1: right perfect go
0: ahead you said I was born for the road do you ever mm-hmm. see yourself being able to like settle down and be with like one person
1: I see myself being able to be with one person I don't see myself like settling, but I do see myself nesting. You know, does that make sense? What I'm trying to say, where like I do see like I, I, this studio I've had all summer slash spring right now. And I had my studio in Austin, Texas before that. And I'm, I'm a big nester, you know, I'm a little bird just lost in the world. And so, like, yeah. I um, I can see myself building a nest with somebody for sure. But when I say I'm born for the road, it means I will always be in the endless pursuit of creating. And this is more—I don't know—like touring and pushing the sound, pushing the music. Like I was born for the road. This is what I was made to do. That's what you have to do when you're in this business. And, like, I, it's like a a blessing and a curse at the same time, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Of course, I'm going to die a Rolling Stone. That's who I am as a person. You know what I mean? I can't not be, that is in my nature. But, like, settling, I don't think we should ever settle. And I think when you, that, that term, like, settle implies, like, stagnation, too. So, like, my partner will understand that i need someone that will always be growing and never be stagnant i don't i don't i think like my partner will not think like this is happily ever after because that doesn't exist i think my partner will also acknowledge that the story is never over it just goes on and on and on
0: which i mean (laughs) that's so true it's like bitch the the only the only reason I want to like quote unquote settle down somewhere it's literally just because I'm the person who's like I would love to do this podcast have like a studio and like be able to do interviews with people in person oh
1: you'd be so good at that I could see your studio being so decked out too like electric diamond girl it would be like fuchsia pink with like diamond encrusted things hanging from the ceiling yes your studio would be so cute It'd be such a vibe, and like there's like cute like neon lights that you see the Twitch streamers always having in the background and stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Such a vibe. I could see that for you. Oh my god, yes. That's that feels so right. That needs to happen.
0: (laughs) I I would love for it to happen. I'm still I'm looking to like sell this like to to get like to get like and someone who's like what want to sponsor me and like. I need a sponsor because, like, I will never be safe enough for Twitch because I'm gonna say what's on my mind. Mm-hmm. I'll never be safe enough for YouTube. They're like, because on Twitch, there's like a list of words that you can't say.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you need like, I don't know, like what? What's that? What's the company that Alaska Willem own? Um, Mom. Right. You need something like that. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Mm.
0: We'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> so so okay okay I wrote this question this way but I think I'm gonna ask it to you a different way so mm-hmm. in the song gypsy mm-hmm. is that you talking about your fear of commitment or are you talking about like guys having a fear of committing to you
1: oh my God well I wrote gypsy back um about a year ago now I was in Puerto Vallarta uh gypsy's three chords gypsy's a three chord song um it's a minor e and d It's a three it's and i the original recording of it i'll try to find it it's actually kind of it's actually super high, it's slow it's not like that song at all where it's actually about the bittersweet feeling of like when you are traveling so much this is what i originally wrote it and the meaning kind of changed but we wrote about this guy named charlie who is the inspiration behind the song hey charlie on now yeah. on spotify right. yeah. Hi, charlie um, hey charlie wherever you are shout out to you um he and i had this like long heart to heart he was like i can't believe that like, you have to go and i was like this is the curse of being a gypsy i can't help but having to leave it's a bittersweet feeling you know what I mean? I have to go. I can't, you know what I mean? It's like, and, and then like, I went home and wrote that. I actually wrote that song. Like I wrote the lyrics in the Uber on the way home. Cause it's like, I remember like meeting him out back by the stairs. That's what he told me to do. That's where the lyrics meet me out back by the stairs comes from. Yeah. And like, Oh no, I wrote. And then like, um, I guess to your question, is that me? I I wanted it to be like that. If that song was a tarot card, it would be the devil where it's the the devil means the shadowed self, right? That's the, like the darker side of me. Of course, I'm this happy-go-lucky person on the surface, but I think like being a gypsy is like a blessing and a curse all at the same time. It's fun, don't get me wrong. Like I've had a killer life, but it's lonely and so um i don't know i i I go back and forth with the lyrics of that i don't know that those lyrics kind of just came from source especially the second verse you know it's like and you're left with and with nothing in sight and you don't realize until the morning light well that's not just you that the gypsy took from it's also the gypsy inside you're left with nothing in sight but you don't realize until the morning light you know what i mean Right. And it rings true like a bell, because that's justice. Ding. Yeah. And you can't help but have justice with yourself. And so, and, and then, it, oh, and it's all coming into the light. Oh, the gypsy says goodnight. It's interesting. I don't know. I love that song. Yeah, it's my shadow self song. But that's what those negative parts of me also make up who I am. So... Whoa. And it comes in it comes in the order also of this how I chose how the songs are laid out. So right. Let There Be Light is I was just saying about this too. Like when I wrote when they wrote these songs, Let There Be Light is uh the Fool, the Fool yeah. Tarot card, where it's like or maybe not, maybe it's the star. No, Madison Square Garden is the fool. Let there yeah. be light is the star. Um, then letting go is death, is the death tarot card. That one's um The devil you know because change letting go the death card is about change so it's kind of like the process of getting over a breakup you have to i don't know i don't know maybe i'm just maybe i'm just being a first-year art student trying to find meaning in my own lyrics but (laughs) i don't don't know that i hope that answered your
0: question (laughs) well see it's great that it's great that like what you've done is you put kind of like meanings and like metaphors into your lyrics whereas like but that's you being a newer songwriter than I am because like Mm -hmm. I've written written songs since I was 14 years old so like now at at 29
1: you're a new age age. (laughs) No. (laughs)
0: yeah it's like it's like it's like i'm a little more direct Mm -hmm. like yeah like with my song that i released or i previewed a demo of was my um song why should i care where it's like me talking to my ex-boyfriend at the time who was like talking about how he wanted this like mutual open love and then like he wanted a mutual open relationship and all of a sudden he went to I went to work one day and he got sucked off by two guys when I was at work Mm. so I
1: he sounds like a great guy
0: so literally I decided this is the part I haven't said I decided I got back at him by like getting fucked by a deaf black guy and like (laughs) and like then he got mm-hmm. mad and he's like all you well I won't say the word he said all you ever want is this n-word dick is what he told me
1: oh and you said and you said you right
0: and I <laughs> and I literally said like bye bitch!" and then like after yeah. he left and after he left me he got HIV so like
1: damn I I can't
0: I came out on top
1: damn yeah that's what you get for I mean that's that's terrible that sucks for him but I mean <laughs> You're being, you're being messy. Here's a demo for Gypsy. I found it. it Work. I'm not gonna play the whole thing,
0: but let's. Of course not. You gotta hear the whole thing when the album comes out.
1: <laughs> you see what I mean? It's so. So much slower than the actual song itself. You know what I mean? It's more melodic. Yeah. So different anyway because i'm like well, basically punk rock on that on that song
0: well i mean the, the one thing that i will say was when i listened to your first interview and like heard about like how you described the album what the album actually came out as there's definitely a lot more production than like what i expected but like i'm not mad about it
1: no yeah i wanted it to i added a lot i mean like but i wanted the the production itself to be simple most yeah. of the time it's like drums a guitar a bass line and harmonies and maybe some strings if i'm really feeling like a punch you know what i mean like it's like i want I, my and no like no autotune everything is just me as it is and i just wanted to be like the, the motto for this album was keep it simple stupid let's keep it as raw as possible because this is a very honest album it's a very right. You know what I mean? I think like the music should reflect the words itself. And it's very I don't know. It's like one of the most honest pieces of I don't know, like works that I've ever done. Which is really fun and scary, but it's also gotten a lot of like people that I've showed it to have like said, like, this is some of my best work. Like, I don't know, I'm really proud of this album. I put my whole pussy in this album, bitch. Put my whole pussy in this album.
0: (laughs) I love it. See see this is the thing I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you all some like stuff when I messaged to Milo first Milo didn't believe me that I listened to the album
1: yeah true it was like I was like I was like lie again (laughs) I was like lie again tell me something tell me that you saw you know what I mean tell me something
0: real like (laughs) but this is the thing at this point like knowing me like have I ever at least from the brief time we had together have i ever lied to mm. you
1: mm, only with the, only uh with these wigs that not being your real hair girl <laughs> i think that's really whole... she <laughs> yeah. said
0: <laughs> listen listen i wear wigs because like but this is the thing it's like i sh- i take i take all this off in front of you off camera because mm-hmm i don't mind <laughs> you i don't mind you seeing it i don't want them seeing, I'm seeing it. it
1: yeah because it's tea. like
0: because girl that's tea. It, it gives me like anonymity to like live a regular life and it also allows me to admit some of the horrible decisions i've made on camera <laughs> that part all right word <laughs> like this is the thing like i hear some of the stuff you've admitted i'm like literally i'm the person who <laughs> And I don't say this proudly, but I do say that it happened. Like, I admitted that I've had sex with a crackhead. Like, it's happened. Like. Mm. That's
1: brave. (laughs) (laughs) That's brave. And honestly, same. And honestly, honestly, got matching tattoos with him, too. (laughs) Wait, can you see it? A little little, uh, pinky ring.
0: Oh yeah, I kind of see it. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Well, thank God it faded a little bit. Well, I don't know. Hey, Sus, if you're out there and you're listening and you can understand English a little bit better, hey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, this is the thing. Like when people justified it, it's, I'm like, they were the first person to, like eat me out. So like, at least I learned something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's tasty baby, it's tasty down there. <laughs>
0: so okay
1: girl thank god for coffee
0: yeah but this is the thing you've never been like even like you being like kind of groggy you're still better than some people i've had to be like drag conversations out of it's like you knew what you were getting into when you signed up for this
1: Like, I know. well don't say that you're gonna go to a podcast and then just not talk like what especially <laughs> you know what I'm especially, talking about?
0: especially the especially the way i fucking run things like mm-hmm. it's not like i run things like traditional podcasts where it's like just ask somebody a bunch of questions i'm like no i want people to like open up to me that's why like i would say arguably i have some of the best relationships with some people because like i open up myself
1: yeah well you're a good interviewer because you're personable yeah. you're a good interviewer Maybe. i've had I've, I've had a few i've done a few podcasts now and like i don't know you know i stay loyal because because like I can actually talk to you. Yeah. We're actually, I don't know, like there's some people like I'm like there's this one podcaster, not gonna say who, but he's based out of Philadelphia, and you know who you are. Um, he after the interview, every time I've done two interviews with him. The first one he never posted through his page because afterwards he asked me out on a date and I said no, and he just never posted it. And then the second one my management set up, and then I he posted it because my manager set it up. But again, after the date after the Interview who asked me on a date and I said no, and like,
0: yeah.
1: is this like, I don't know, I don't know. No tea, no shade to that person, but
0: and it's like I don't it's shady. ask.
1: It's shady to not post an interview after someone just rejects you. I don't right, know. it's weird. Don't and I don't,
0: add, I don't ask the Milo stupid questions like, what's your favorite horror movie? Like, <laughs> <laughs> <Stop> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, we, may have to, we have to move on. Okay.
0: I'm over, okay. I'm over I'm asking.
1: <laughs> you i messy that was messy <laughs> <laughs> That was messy and shady. <laughs> <laughs> And i'm gonna say off, off camera until the next question
0: okay <laughs> okay <laughs> uh okay i'm gonna ask you a music question next so um what is one genre as a musician that you wouldn't dare try to write music in one genre
1: of music yeah i like a lot of genres of music i like everything i'm really weird and eclectic like i feel like someone went through my spotify they'd be like what are you going through because i listen to a lot of different music i don't know i don't know i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna resign myself to failure before i start anything like maybe you know what i mean like i feel like i i can do anything i put my mind to so like i don't know it all depends on like what i'm trying to convey to like where my artistry takes me so like if I need to say something that needs to be punched with like a EDM beat, or if I need to like write a Bollywood movie to get the story across, I'll write it. You know what I mean? It, dep- it all depends on what I needed what needs to be said and done. Well, so okay. Not, you know what I mean? There is one
0: there is one genre that I can't see you doing. Tell me what. I do not see What's the Demilo nice? hip hop album. Like I just do not uh,
1: that's yeah. <laughs> well, I'm too white. <laughs> i'm too i'm too white to rap i'm like not saying like like eminem's a great ra- rapper iggy azalea you know mac miller all that that's great what i mean by like i'm too white is like i'm too i guess like i'm not hard enough like i'm not like you know what i mean like i don't think i could like pursue like be that like i don't know
0: see just, that's just, why <laughs> that's why Demilo will get a bitch like me because i will say this i actually listening to freak if you ever want to hear it i'll like i'll do it for you i did like i found like inspiration to do like a rap verse on freak
1: on oh, my song Freak.
0: yeah oh yes <laughs>
1: i'll
0: do i'll do a rough <laughs> demo for you yeah on Sunday, of course.
1: Oh my god.
0: i don't even know where the
1: file for that song is anymore we'll to, i'll go back and find it and we can work out around it something yeah. whatever yeah oh my god It's so sweet. I love this. I love that song. Every now and then I forget that I wrote that song and then I'll be listening to like (laughs) a playlist it's on. I'm like, Oh my God, I forgot I wrote this. (laughs) I don't know why I'm like freaking like that song for me. It's my redheaded stepchild. (laughs) It's my redheaded stepchild, but I love it. I think it's because Like I have a lot of faith in it. It's like a really good song. And it's like, all right, cool. There it goes. It's it's like my, it's actually not my redheaded stepchild. It's like, my child that was so successful that became a politician like it never never calls me anymore yeah you know what I mean that's really what that song is
0: (laughs) and plus like you arguably like to listen probably to what you're feeling in the moment whereas Mm -hmm. like I listen to like everything because I will I will say this I actually listen to your music all the time when I work out like Mm
1: -hmm. (sighs) what is love what is love is a really good song at the gym yeah I love that song
0: um my favorite you. my favorite like older song of yours is um you're the one.
1: Oh my god oh my god i love you're the one uh that song i wrote rewrote 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 over and over and over and over again you have no idea. you have no idea how many demos and takes i had that song down. i uh that song the one that's on Spotify is as good as it's. Yeah. I think it's gonna get. I really wanna do like an acoustic version of it though, but like, and like re-release it again, because that song will be the death, was, it will be the death of me. I just have like so many I don't know. It's one of those songs that, as soon as like I wrote it down, that song's about, so long story short, this guy uh, texted me on uh, Instagram and he was like, you're so beautiful. I can't believe it we started talking for like a week and he goes i want to take you away let's go to italy together i was like i was was living in the uk at the time i said oh okay flights to italy are only like 20 bucks i'll meet you in italy if you pay for the airbnb he said sure he was living in like i think virginia at the time so homeboy flew like 12 hours you know what i mean to go to milan with me and then like we we hit it off we we got passed together we like you know what I mean? We were, we were tearing up, we were painting the town red. We are doing the whole nine yards. And then, because I didn't have service in Italy, like we were going around town and stuff. When we got back to the Airbnb, I get like flooded with like messages all across my social media on everything, calling me like a, a slealer, like a homewrecker. And I was like, what is this? It was his boyfriend trying to get a hold of me. He had a boyfriend back in the States and he was just using me to make him jealous. Hello? girl the drama the drama that i did not want so i confronted this dude and i went up to him and said what is this you're why are you an idiot and he like i sit down crying you're like "This is so hard i said you need to leave he goes i pay for this airbnb i said i don't care where you are going you need to go i kicked him out of the airbnb sat there and wrote this song for the boyfriend as an apology that song is an apology song that's what it is you're the o-n-e he don't want me and it's okay. That's why the lyric in that one song, the one lyric is like, um, there's a game here and you know you raise the stakes. I don't compare. I can see it on his face. That's me trying to compliment this boyfriend being like, I don't yeah. compare, people You're so pretty. You deserve so much more. That's what, that's what, that's, I can see it on his face. I don't care. The heart wants what it wants. What, blah, blah, the heart wants, what it wants but I yeah. wish I would have known about this from the job. Yeah, that's what that song is all about. It's an apology song.
0: <laughs> and it's like, again this is the thing as i as i told you this like i told you this off camera i'll tell you this on camera literally it's like because i will because literally i have no problem this. i see many 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 hot guys on here all the time i interview hot people it's like something i love being a drag queen um (laughs) but it's like (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it's like There's some people where it's like, I will say this, now like getting to know you, I will bring up, I know you hate this subject, but like for the love of Delphs, wearing your promo shirt literally on here, just wanted to say shout out to Demilo, this look is a shout out to Demilo. Like, in truth, now knowing some people from that show, you're the most dateable Mm -hmm. one on that show. Like, honestly
1: girls say it again for the people in the back girls say it again for the people in the back they didn't hear it oh my God that part yeah that part and oh it's so funny that show is wackadoo that show is so fucking funny whatever
0: and like I went back and like I will admit I had to like now knowing you I just was curious like I went back and watched your episode yeah Mm -hmm. and first of all they tried no now knowing you they tried to edit you as the asshole you were funny like like know. knowing you like I, I I get you now and it's like I was like <laughs> laughing so hard like watching you and it's like I still have yet
1: to watch it to be honest with you I I I I, I never cared when it came out And like it's funny like people like uh, Phoenix still have it in his bio on Instagram I'm like girl ain't nobody care hey ain't, ain't nobody care about that it's a soft flex in LA I guess to be on a reality TV show but like honestly who cares you know what I mean like I don't know is this well, funny I love Phoenix shout out Phoenix me and Phoenix yeah. just Facetimed the other day shout out to Phoenix is fine but yeah. like I don't know is this funny to me it's just I don't know it's just a yes. yes. thing to brag about I, I don't know
0: listen I love Phoenix too I have to say that before I say this next part it's because hasn't done anything else besides that anyway <laughs> anyway I I love you bitch <laughs> I love no. you, bitch.
1: Phoenix, you know I, how I care about you. And yeah. You know, I read your tarot cards and you know what they said. Yeah. You know what they said, girl. You know exactly what I'm saying.
0: And so. it's like, well, well, don't worry. I said this part in this part of the interview because I know Phoenix will never watch the whole interview and only watches the first 10 minutes of any interview you're on. So, like, <laughs> the part that I post to, like, Instagram and, like, that's why I say all the shit I want to say now. <laughs> that, that part. So. Okay. Um. Here, wait.
1: I'm, I'm gonna try. I'm. I am going to try i am have not done this in a while. I'm. I'm gonna play you. You're the one.
0: Okay. <laughs> Guys, this is uh, not on the
1: new album, but this is an older song. Let's, I'm just trying to try to do it. God, wait. I So give me ready, you know you raise stakes I don't compare, I can see it on his face I don't care, the horns what the ones But I wish I would have known about this I'm gonna jump, out. I know, I know It's true Yeah, I know That boy wants you I oh, know, no, I know, no, no It's true Oh, but what's the boy To do, do, do Cause he's time to go So, yeah, you're rooted deep, talks about you in sleep, it's clear, my dear, that I'm not winning here, you're there, and I'm not, you're the one that he wants. Oh, you're the one. I can still remember it. I think I should do an acoustic version of it. That's a fun song.
0: Yeah, that sounds good. Like
1: <laughs> whatever. Thanks.
0: You're welcome. <laughs> welcome, David. So, okay. Like, oh, would you ever want to be signed to like a small label, or do you believe that they would take too much creative control away from you? Um.
1: Uh good question i would have to it it all depends on what they would offer me it really depends on like what the contract says and everything But like after like i posted i'm posting like these little clips on like instagram about like promoting the album and stuff i got like three people who i've reached out to before like in queer artist things like they'll email me hold on let me find one i'm literally gonna find one and read it to you and then like (laughs) i'm not even kidding wait and they're all kind of the same, so I think that they're all, like, automated. You know right. what I mean? They just want to, like, get me on their, like, whatever that is. You know what I mean? That they're, like, oh, well, we had him once, so we'll have him again or something. Let's see. At, uh, elevate your music career right here. Then, Hi, Milo. We recently discovered your music. and must say we truly impressed by your talent and unique skills that you've cultivated. Blah, 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 blah. This is Ada, blah, 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 music. And, uh... we're forward thinking music distribution service blah 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 and we would love to reach out to you join us and then like i'll email them back Be like hey Ada, feel free to call me and explain it to me over the phone to make it more personable if you're really serious and i'll send them my phone number and then they'll never get back to me right you know what i mean so like these like little automated things if you're out there doing this you're the devil and um (laughs) you deserve to be stopped and put in prison because get the fuck out of my emails but um I think like it really all depends i think it all depends on what they're offering me what they because like if they can like like help get the sound out there and get like me like a spot on like kelly clarkson or something sure i'll take it you know what i mean that's a vibe like i'll be happy with that i don't care at that point
0: because i said i said smaller because like i feel like if you were to go to like an interscope they would try and take Everything that makes you you, and try and like put you in a different spot.
1: I don't know. Like, isn't like Florence welsh and like Lana Del Rey signed to Interscope, so like they've always had like c- complete freedom. So no, I don't know. Again, it all goes. Uh, uh, yeah, it all it all like it all depends. But yes, I would love to be signed. So if you're out there and you're. um you're interested, and um, you're cool. Hit a bitch up.
0: See, I'm gonna say same. I would do that, or like distribution company, because I feel like that would be even better. Because it's like then at that point you're not signed to anybody. They're basically just like fronting you the money and like giving you like platform and you like get to create everything. Right. So okay being a model who models underwear yeah do you think you're not taken as seriously as a musician
1: yeah <laughs> just yep 120 yeah 100 i uh i don't know i find it like oh uh, people just i used to have this song called um whole damn vibe and it's like too out for the in crowd too in for the outcasts too um i can't remember the lyrics it's such an old song but that's how that's how it feels right now with like this in between phase that i am in this weird ambiguous phase where i don't know it's funny it's nice to be seen as like someone who is like like who can make who did make a living modeling and doing that stuff but like yeah i don't know it doesn't give the music a chance to shine for itself because people wanting it's giving attention to me for all the wrong reasons itself so that's why i'm happy that i have these new jobs that i'm doing that way i can do those in the day and then because i've been thinking about like my time at like puerto vallarta a lot where I saw what, like, three months did in PV. It made me, like, this little local celebrity. You know what I mean? It was really fun
0: yeah.
1: to have something like that. Imagine what I could do in, like, a minor city in, like, a year. You know what I mean? Like, something like that where not, like, because places like New York and Hollywood are so oversaturated with things like that these days where – why? and plus Hollywood's dead. The idea to go to Hollywood to be a – it's like dead hollywood's a you know, hollywood's a state of mind it's not it's not, right and so if i would go to like somewhere i don't know chicago or dc or philadelphia and i just busted this out and turned the partina and actually put work into it and not take my time out of my day to go and actually like pursue only fans content creation you know what i mean like actually like do my day job and then at night actually go into these bars and kick some ass. Now that I have this newfound sound, newfound sound, and this newfound voice and stuff, like I really think I could do something real, and I think it's about time I did something real because, like, I don't know, I've been playing around a lot, and it's funny. Like this is like that's called and that's called growth and it's called maturity.
0: Exactly, and it's like to your point of. I think I've had this discussion with you where I've talked about LA and it's like whenever I said like I've thought about moving to LA it's never I want to move to LA. It's I feel I have to move to LA and like that's something where it's like not necessarily me like loving this idea because like plenty of people love the idea of like Hollywood. I feel Mm -hmm. like if I did the west coast now like honestly I need to go like visit it but I think I I'd love the idea of like being in Seattle like
1: oh yeah Seattle's great
0: just like being on the west coast so like it's easier to like schedule people but at the same time not having to deal with all that like oh my god I made this album I want you to hear it and like them like sitting across from me and me not listening to their music and all of a sudden Saying the first thought that comes into my mind, where it's like, "Okay, you're whack as fuck." Like,
1: you- oh, okay, your artistry is um, constricted of trying to go after fame and glamorizing fame and all this stuff. Can you say something real? Can you be a person? Can you have humanity? Because that's what people relate to in this world, in this life. It's like that artificial ideal that Hollywood projects out. That um, I don't know, people want the idea of perfection. But I was just listening to this um, Alan Watts talk um, where there's three levels to when you ask get, ask the question, what do I want? Well, the first thing is, I don't know. And the second thing is you only think superficially, right? And right. then the, the third thing is, I don't know again, because but i don't know with freedom to know that you don't want to know because when you say like oh well let me think about it then you only think artificially like oh i want power and riches and i want money and i want jewels and i want all i want women who never get old and i want you know what i mean all this stuff and it's like and then like i want all the power in the world so then they make you dictator okay and then you the people say do what's best for us and you're like i don't know what's best for us what do you guys want We're like Well, we don't know you're a dictator you know so you tell us what to do and so, well, you don't want that because if you are in the constant pursuit of pleasure, pleasure on pleasure on pleasure, guess what? The only pleasure you're ever going to get is pain. And so you see it like in people with like the um, ancient uh, Romans who uh, they had prostitutes, they had bathhouses, they had all this stuff at their disposal. Yeah. And then during the day for their entertainment, what do they do? They throw virgins in, in with lions and get a real sadistic kick out of it. You know what I mean? Because that's the only way that they found that pleasurable escape. So what you find at the end of the day is you don't, you don't want to be in power. You don't want that glamour. You don't want that perfect life. You want a surprise. You want a surprise at the end of the day. You want that mystery box Is saying like, because that's the joy to be. You know what I mean? That's the zest of life. That surprise, that endless not knowing. That's why people get up in the morning because today could be a great day. Today could be a terrible day. You know what I mean? But that's what it's all about, that pursuit that's what people want and it's like there's two reasons he says in the talk there's two reasons you don't know what you want number one you have it number two you don't know yourself because you never can because the godhead is always an endless mystery to itself just as a knife can't cut itself fire doesn't burn itself light doesn't illuminate itself it's always an endless mystery to itself and that is what we want we want that mystery we want that oh i don't know Today could be a bad day, today could be a fun day. But it's only when you get past that superficial level of like what Hollywood is, that glamorized, that like, uh, I'm a beauty influencer because it's perfect, because all this, maybe you don't want perfect. No one wants perfect, because it's boring. You know what I mean? Because you're gonna end up, the only way that you're, when you're perfect and everything's, they think of Jeffree Star. Jeffree Star had everything, bitch. He had everything in the world. Giant mansion, blah, 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 blah. No, nowadays he's he's living on a farm. He's living yeah. on a farm with his camels because he reached. He got past that place where he was like, "It's just the only pleasure I ever got in life was causing havoc and being a problem and like um, being in like getting in drama because that's the only pleasure he got." No, he rose above that. He said, "No, I'm fine. I'm fine getting out of this life and having like, oh, I, I don't know, kind of day because who wants to know?"
0: It's also it's also Girl, what you what you said before i'm gonna quote i'm gonna like paraphrase you which is essentially like we people seek fame to get validation from others instead mm-hmm. of trying to get validation from within mm-hmm. and this was actually a message where somebody one of my fans who like messaged out to me is like i'm struggling so hard to make it famous and i literally sent them the two interviews you did with me i'm like since you since you won't get a chance to like talk to me, and you're scared also, to come on, you're scared to come note, on camera with me. My
1: dad's yeah. gonna walk in for a second. Hold up, sorry guys. Hi dad. <laughs> One second. No problem. How was golf? Give me a boogie. Oh, how was it? Not good. Bye. Mommy dinner. Anyway.
0: <laughs> anyway, anyway, what I was saying was like, where was that fame? And they're like, and I'm like, watch these. Cause I'm like, you perfectly explained the thing of, which is essentially the same way I feel, which is like, y'all don't have to applaud me all the time. Like you don't have to love everything that I fucking do. Like,
1: right. It's not about that. It's not about that. Being an artist isn't about liking what I'm doing. Being an artist is about making a statement. It's not, I don't care if you like me. Andy Warhol wasn't always liked. You know what I mean? Andy Warhol would, if people would like, he didn't like them, he would piss on their painting before he sent he shipped it to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Salvador Dali painted a picture of Hitler masturbating and sent it to him. You know what I mean? Like the like art isn't meant necessarily ne- like meant to be liked. It's, I'm on an interview. Can you guys like not shout so loud? Thank you. I love you. You didn't. I just told you now, but I love you.
0: Okay. Oh and it's like, yeah. <laughs> As you said, yeah, it's like art's not meant to be like loved by everybody. And it's like if you're making stuff that's like loved by everybody, you honestly, you're probably not challenging yourself
1: matt yeah i think i said this last time too you remember that episode of rick and morty where um i forget where they're going it's like the heist fest or something and um rick interrupts it and the whole crowd boos and and the whole crowd boo and then rick goes i don't care what makes you boo. i've seen what made you cheer
0: yeah
1: okay honey that's tea i don't care if you're booing i've seen what made you cheer so suck a dick
0: (laughs) Hmm. so okay now I'm gonna ask you a non-music question so mm-hmm. okay so is it oh, this is about you mentioned this last time is it hard to have closure in a relationship when your partner kills themselves or can you even get closure
1: um shout out to Chandler um i think I've, i think um for me it's closure with yourself you have to be able to get past that frustration and i think like it's it comes in time it's not something that like happens overnight it was more a day-to-day thing and like it took me a long time to get over it where i even like went through like that whole three-year stint of like um having sex with the entire world nine times over you know what i mean like that was that was a cry for help sorry to tell you but like you can be the most prolific porn star in the entire world i don't know you still probably a hurt person underneath it all and i know i was you know what i mean we're like that's why you did that's why i did it it was, uh, it, was it was like Sure I was like going to music school and I needed to pay for it, but at the same time, like I was already on this like that like devilish pursuit, so to feel like a void within myself, so it was more i don't know you have to get closure with yourself it's more like self-forgiveness, I and mean, like you're always going to be frustrated when you think about it at least I am but you gotta you gotta do i don't know interesting, interesting question have to, i I don't know. Do I don't know because I also feel like the same like energy like I don't know whenever I like I don't know Like I see him all the time. it makes sense? It's like this weird feeling and it's not like I'm alone ever because like I feel like I, I don't know it's, I, don't, I just keep saying I don't know over and over again. You got me in my you well, got me you got me in a loop.
0: i don't know well well this is the thing like in some ways like certain things that like belong to the person i guess or belong to people who passed on bring you certain energy like these are my mom's sunglasses and like she never lived to see me perform so like Mm -hmm. now every time
1: you wear them when you go out
0: yeah i wear them when i perform it's like she gets to have a chance to be there. It's weird to like hmm. say that.
1: Yeah, the first time I like performed, like when I first started going out to um, perform live, I started doing like stand-up comedy. I'm not very funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not the funniest person. I'm funny, but like not like as a joke, like bach. And I remember like, I was so nervous and Chandler was there with me and like before I perform any time I always hear his voice in my head now. It's like, who cares about these fucks? That's like my go-to, that's my mantra before I go on stage. I would say it to myself like 20 times over, who cares about these fucks? Who cares about these fucks? Who cares about these fucks? It's funny how like how like certain words live on.
0: See, like I would say this, you're you're funny not in like a joke-telling uh, way, you're funny in like you can tell stories.
1: Yeah, I'm a storyteller. I'm just silly.
0: (laughs) I'm just silly. So, like, if you had gone the route of, like, I don't know, a Kathy Griffin or like a Janine garofalo (laughs) like, you probably would have succeeded in comedy.
1: Yeah. Being able to, like, I love Kathy.
0: I do. Kathy Griffin is one of my favorite comedians. Like, Joan Rivers and Kathy Griffin are like my top two favorite comedians. Yeah. Love Kathy. Kathy's great so what's your relationship to drugs and alcohol
1: big fan (laughs) 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 um yeah it's all it's all comes in moderation I don't actively ever go out like to a bar by myself anymore like I don't ever like go to a bar and like actually seek alcohol Alcohol is not fun, really, unless you're like a 17 year old figuring it out for the first time. But like, it's more just like a social thing. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm at like a a function or like a thing, and there's like wine, I'll drink that. Like, yeah. I don't like. Really, I don't. Want, I don't really drink to get drunk. I feel like I'm an adult. I'm gonna do real drugs. You know? Like now that I'm like, it's pretty I'm a pretty stable person these days, and. again i don't actually go out of my way and ever buy drugs they always just find me and like if i want them i'll say yes but like i don't know i don't like i always say always say no to the the big two heroin and meth you know what i mean never do those but like yeah i don't know i've been go-go dancing for a while you know you can't deny that the go-go scene and the circuit scene isn't riddled with some drugs here and there but yeah big fan <laughs> big big fan
0: see in truth this is the part where like to milo gets to talk about all the illegal drugs and this is the part where i get to say the boring stuff i abuse but it's like literally as i say though what arguably say two things i haven't confessed the second one i'm gonna do it for the first time now so it's like back before i got health insurance and i got problems with my bone spurs i used to take ibuprofen like crazy like mm like I took 18 24 pills a day (laughs) yeah (laughs) and it took me like stepping back a while and I'm like this is not going to be good for me long term Mm. I did it for four months I'm like this is not like numb.
1: well yeah I mean like at least you have that voice in your head saying that there's some people out there like this is it today I saw like on TikTok like this lady Who's a teacher got arrested for drinking wine in her classroom?
0: <laughs> <And they're> like,
1: <laughs> It's <Mitch>, like hello. <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't know. This is crazy.
0: People are, is people are wild. What a time to be alive. And the other thing. Well, I will say, I had a night where like I got a DUI. Well, actually, no, I didn't get a DUI. I almost got a DUI that stopped me from drinking when i was performing because what happened was it was a night where people just handed me drink after drink after drink people just like buying me drinks and i got in my car Mm. and i drove i actually surprisingly for someone who's drunk i actually made it pretty far i literally (laughs) i drove from west palm beach to like my hometown which is like an hour away
1: girl that's not good (laughs)
0: Did I say good. that this was good? No, I'm, just, I'm saying it happened. <laughs> All
1: right, we're just reporting. We're just reporting the facts. We're just here yeah. live at the scene, just we're telling you what happened. We're not, yeah. And like, <laughs> this is democracy, not not Fox News. We're just saying what happened.
0: Yeah, and like, <laughs> and like, I got pulled over by a cop, and like, luckily my dad came to like pick me up, otherwise I would have gotten a DUI. Mm. And like, we're the girl that's why I learned I'm like I need to be in a city if I'm going to perform and drink like this like
1: yeah you can't be drinking and driving I don't really I when I like I played an open mic the other night in um uh Lancaster I didn't drink at all and it was a lot of fun and I tore it up no and my I don't voice drink. was my voice was fine the next day and I felt so good and I was like not me
0: Girl, I can tell you that. Literally now, I don't drink at all when I perform. I drink, and if I do, and this is rare, it'll be like two max. And that's like, Mm. I'm done. And I'm like, I just don't do it. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't need to, especially like... And plus, the greatest thing is when when you're sober and everybody else is drunk, you get to see all the people being assholes.
1: Yeah, well... I don't understand, like, drinking culture anymore, really. Now I'm, like, 28, it's kind of, like, silly. You know what I mean? Like, it's this like, can we do real drugs? There's there's really good drugs out there. And, like, it's, like, cheap. These are just cheap thrills almost. Like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's the.
1: Momentary reliefs. And I get, like, it's like, a social thing maybe. I don't know. This is not. This is not conducive. It's not healthy
0: and like the greatest thing was this happened at an event again where i was sober so i went to go see my drag sister perform and like her drag mother has shit talked to my drag before and like i didn't show up in drag and like she was drunk off her ass and she was hitting on me lovely and i'm like and i let her do it because i'm like this is so funny like
1: my i went out to this um what happened to me recently i was in new york with my friend Beeve, my best friend beave shout out to beave And um, we went to see the Barbie movie with this dude that he was seeing. Let's call him Rob. And um, (laughs) and, um, Rob, in the middle of the Barbie movie, took his shirt off. So weird, first of all. In the middle of the movie theater, you're gonna take your shirt off. It was so weird. I don't know. And then the next day, I go to, I was like out with a friend, not B, but I was out with another friend. We go to industry to see um, The Help, you know, like the the show, the drag show um with pixie and keisha Carr, and um i run into beef there and i was like beef and then he's with rob again and rob starts flirting with me i didn't think rob liked me at the barbie movie but the next day when you're drunk you have enough courage to talk to me honey no you got me fucked up
0: yeah mm-hmm. that's yeah. so like weird
1: yeah yeah uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> next next question what else you got baby
0: um what are your thoughts on how the lgbt community is being treated today
1: in like what way
0: well it's not necessarily the best time to be gay <laughs>
1: when was best, when was it the best time to be gay you know what i mean when was the best time to be gay the 80s when everyone was dying of aids no the 50s where you had to go fuck somebody in a bush no the you know what i mean like when oh um, when, when was there a good time to be gay when come come through
0: okay i would say <laughs> it's, the,
1: when, when was the best time to be gay
0: that's what I some thought. people some people may <laughs> disagree with this but i would say it wouldn't it wasn't bad to be gay in the 70s i don't know hmm Richard Nixon, office. Well, well, okay. I'll put it this way. It has never been good to be gay if you don't live in a city. That I can uh, 100% say.
1: I just, I don't know. I feel it was just always hard to be gay. But it's not, Trixie Mattel has that great quote, being gay is not hard. Being gay around straight people is hard. Yeah. That's the T. Straight people make being gay hard. And so, I don't know, we're we're not gonna go anywhere. So, but it's... You gotta take it with a grain of salt, day by day. People are always gonna want to politicize you. Being gay is like intrinsically political. You know?
0: Yeah. As soon as you
1: come out of the closet, your political statement. So, I don't know. But we don't really help out the journey, in my opinion, like... I don't know. Gays are wild out. But then again, like... I'm gonna get so much, like, shit for this, but like... I don't really understand the... some aspects of the cult- culture with, like, circuit scenes and stuff, where grown men are literally dressing up and basically like, like babies. Like running around looking like idiots. No tea, no shade to like these people, but like you're dressed like I was just danced at Pine's party, right? Pine's party was really cute, really fun. The theme was cartoons, right? I was a good go dancer there. Great. But then, like at the parties, you have like these full-grown men in underwear running around like little kids. And I don't know. Like it's interest. It's an interesting subsection of the culture where I'm just like, I don't know. Is this like, I'm looking around. I'm like, is this, is this who we are? Is like, is this what we really want to be? And it's just, like, it's interesting to me. But then again, like, I don't know. Like, it's just silly. I don't know. I don't know if like straight people have events like that. Like, I don't think. I guess they have like raves and stuff. That's cool, but like, I don't know. It was just interesting. It was I don't know. It was just, it was just interesting. I, I just couldn't necessarily like wrap my head around it. And then like you see like these people who go to like, I don't know, dressed in, like Hello Kitty, going to like, and um, like toys and stuff, like going to like P town, and I don't know. It's, it's theatrical, it's interesting, but I don't know if I necessarily like, if it's like, but who the, who the fuck cares? Like, does that turn you on? And at the end it's, of the day, it's like, I don't know how to explain it. And it's just like a part that it does not do anything for me sexually. It doesn't make me, it's not fun for me to like dress like that. I don't, like, I don't know. Like, is it an attention thing? Is it a, um Is it because you got nothing else going on because you got no kids and stuff and like you know what i mean like you got nothing else to do so you're going to dress up like hello kitty and go run around in your underwear and do drugs and numb yourself i don't know i don't know do you ever think like maybe you could like run for office with all this energy like change some litigation you know what i mean like maybe like you don't think like you could like use this energy somewhere else but like no it's like a weird i don't know i know it sounds bad
0: Okay. This is my I'm, thoughts on it. For those of you who eventually hear this as an audio, let's just put it this way. I kind of agree with what DeMilo's saying, but I'm only... I'm going to say it because like, there are some people whose like whole identity is being gay. And that's where the problem is. Like, You're talking about people who dress up like all this. It's because honestly, in truth, they have nothing else to bring to the table. And it's like, the reason why i have succeeded the reason why demilo has succeeded in the way that we do things is because like granted demilo's himself entirely when he performs but it's like for me like i can put on a wig i can put on the sunglasses but i have something to say when i get to the table yeah i'm not I... just like being gay isn't my whole thing it's just
1: <laughs> well whitman has that quote um do I contradict myself? Sure, I contradict myself. I am large. I contain multitudes. You can be more than just a one-dimensional character. You know what I mean? Like some people, like it's it's fun to make like a, a gay joke here and there, like at these parties, because I do it all the time, you know. But if that's your whole identity, you feel like you got nothing else going on. Like you never actually took the time to sit down, and, like ask yourself like the real questions, like. Who am I outside of this? Am I just surviving for the day to day, or all this stuff? It's like,
0: bro, well, I don't
1: know. Also, I have like maybe ten minutes left because I have yeah. to go.
0: I know. Don't worry. I'm gonna close this out. Yeah, cool. Because I know this is the thing. Like, literally, you were so busy, but like, clearly, as you could tell, I could fucking talk to you for hours. Like, this is like. <laughs>
1: Mm, a wealth of information babes yeah great minds
0: so okay so wait so just one thing i didn't know this so i'm gonna ask you briefly about it so you go-go dance still Mm because like i i knew you had kind of done stuff in your past because i saw that
1: yes i've just go-go dance for like the last year i've been go-go dancing since um i'm go go dancing since march of this last year i did like i've been like go, 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 going all like this last summer. Like I did Pines party, I did New York pride. I did, I did Pensacola pride. I did a lot of prides this year. The revelry in, in Houston, it was a lot of fun, but like I'm a little exhausted from it now. And it was like a nice like getaway, and like be able to be able to travel and see the scenes and stuff. But like, I don't know, maybe I'm just jaded and worn out, but I'm being jaded. It's not, well,
0: it's not only that <laughs> it's you want to be taken seriously like
1: <sighs>
0: and, and like i will say this like go-go dancers are great they're great at parties in terms of like being a go-go dancer you will always be i'm gonna say this this is why i say the controversial shit at the end of the interview you will always be considered a joke like you're not mm. you you're more like just you're basically like the david statue art exhibits like constantly be stared at and like that's you, all you are
1: did you see somebody that we both know posted a video on instagram and tiktok being like it was like a dead ass serious he was dead ass serious about like please don't touch the go go dancers and please tip us like he was so serious like he was like we do this so well we work so hard i'm like girl can you please relax you're not you're not curing the common cold you know what i mean like <laughs> i don't know it's just like bitch, relax. and you know exactly what i'm talking about you know exactly what i'm talking about
0: right now. i'm gonna end with you because i well this is the thing there's one of multiple names that popped into my head that mm-hmm. we both know Mm-hmm. I don't know who it is. I I have an i I have an idea.
1: I'll tell you who. I'll tell you her in a minute.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, <laughs> with that being said, as mm-hmm. always, it's a pleasure. Literally, I fucking love talking to you. Like, oh,
1: thank you, honey. Thank you for having me on. I love being here, sweetheart. Yeah. Sorry I was so dead today. I got in last night from my home with at like 1 in, or 2 in the morning. And then I had a client at 5 o'clock this morning. And then I came home and like slept for like an hour. And then I went to the gym. And then I came back and ate, And then I passed out right before this. And I just woke up. And now I got to go back because I have another client at 8 o'clock.
0: Yeah. I know. But like even this is the like, thing. Even uh. you like tired better than some people on here (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: wisdom i don't know i'm not the smartest person in the world but i I know i know i don't i don't know i can i can can regurgitate some wisdom that i've heard through the through the yeah
0: yeah all right listen to the wind blow
1: was the sunrise.
0: all right so i'm gonna end now because <laughs> i'm gonna end now because i want to talk to some milo before he's gotta go anyway bye. with that being said this is gay out the city i'm your host prince electro diamond and i hope you've enjoyed bye